Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Night at the Roundtable, coming to you live from bbsradio.com station one. Sorry, my name is Omina McGee, and I am your host for this evening, and I'm here with all my wonderful co-hosts, Energy Healy. And oh, excuse me, energy healer Randy Miller, um, oh, I am a little, I think my brain got whacked a little bit there. So anyway, I'm here with energy healer Randy Miller, co-host Chandler and author Caroline Oceana Ryan, and Rama and Tara from the Faction Tree White Knights. And also we have guests on from um, Penny Christopherson has joined us and Micah Green has joined us. So we're going to start off this evening with a tiny little, a tiny, tiny little meditation. So if you all get ready to Get yourself in a comfortable space, and I will find the meditation that we need to do. I'm asking for help with that. And actually, it's a meditation to surrender to your spirit will. I know we all think we have different wills, but we don't. It's really all one will, because spiritually, that's our origin. That's our original self. So, get ready for this little meditation. Sit in a relaxed position in a chair or if you're lying down or wherever, wherever you are. Just breathe deeply and let go of all the stress you carry through the day and just invite your guides to help you. And say a little prayer for protection and healing. Visualize all your muscles. All your chakras, your root chakra, and watch each one with your third eye all opening up. And as they open up and your muscles relax, breathe slowly and deeply several times. And open the feet and heart chakras in the same way. Relax and breathe deeply. Mentally tell yourself that you are not lost. Just keep breathing and look around. Know that there is no one to come to your rescue because you're safe where you are. Breathe deeply and observe emotions rising. Allow them to come up. Allow yourself to face them by letting them climax. Cry if necessary. Tears are good for cleansing the soul. Keep breathing deeply and give your permission. Give yourself permission to be strong for yourself and continue to breathe deeply. You will begin to see the uselessness of your fear. Visualize yourself as a small child and allow yourself to love this child. Pick the child up and hold it to you. Tell your child self what it needs to hear and that will comfort it. 
As the child in your arms become comforted, allow it to sink into your body and breathe deeply and feel the child within. Relax and breathe slowly. Allow yourself to visualize a stranger who is your spirit guide and allow him or her to give you advice to both the adult and the child parts of you. See yourself as found and breathe deeply. Visualize the clothing of your major chakras by watching each one shrink to a pinhole, pulling the muscles in at the same time. Breathe slowly and thank your spirit guides and God, if God is your higher power, for this assistance. Release any excess energy into the ground by visualizing it flowing as water from the soles of your feet and hands. Close these minor chakras by concentrating on the muscles and feeling them shut. Move slowly and write down your discoveries about yourself immediately. Anytime you feel anxious or worried or sad or joyful, you can do this meditation because you're reuniting with the child within and the child within is really your spiritual self. On that note, bring yourself back into the room and we'll continue to talk. So, welcome everybody. And we will go around the round table to get a report on the energy of the earth and how it's affecting you or the higher energies that are coming in. I know it affects me greatly. I'm hoping that, as I do every week, that it's going to level itself, excuse me, level itself out. So who would like to take the talking stick? Anybody there? Yes, sorry. Trying to get to the right screen to unmute. Thank you so much for the opening, Omina. And it does help to come back into the heart space. Helps me if I concentrate on the breathing. To come oh, into- definitely. Yeah. Um, for my energy <clears throat> energy report, I would just say that um, I've been feeling several things. Absolutely feeling old issues coming up. And trapped emotion releasing which is great you know we can do that through laughter as well doesn't have to be bursting into tears or punching a pillow but it might be so just i would say always say to people just be tolerant of that emotion as it comes up you know don't aim at a person but let it out and um i've also felt um this sort of a lightness i can't explain like, I, I feel good about the coming year, even though I know it will have challenges for this planet, for humanity, for individuals and groups. But I have been feeling very bright and very positive over the past week. And I'm wondering if anybody else has felt that. Very, very strange. <laughs> also, kind of some days like I'm sleepwalking and I'm just not fully, I might not see something even though it's right in front of me. And I'm not, I'm just not fully embodied or I don't, I don't know. Um, I think, Caroline, I think that's very normal. Yeah. The fact that the lightness has come is 
the fact that the lightness is coming and you feel very well, it means that you're letting go. Actually, you're letting go of centuries of stuff. Yes. Okay. And and the light and the energy is filling up those spaces. That will also cause sometimes how, you're, how our heads might get a little dizzy. Okay. It throws, it throws off our equilibrium. Yes. Yeah. So yes. it's so important for anyone experience that to ground ourselves. Put those golden cords, cords on the shoulders, front and back, all the way down to the feet, into the ground, and ground ourselves to the earth. Okay. A pork chop will do the same thing, but I don't know. If, I don't know if you eat pork chops. I no. don't. So, <laughs> right. But it's it's about staying, being able to be anchored into the earth while you're experiencing the cleansing, so to speak. Excellent. That's great advice. That's great yeah, advice. So, These yeah. processes are necessary, but we want to stay fully with it. You know, if you're driving, if you're working. Or oh, definitely. Don't want to be off floating somewhere. So, yeah. I'm very familiar with that because I've driven and, and don't remember even getting there and, and definitely I'm protected. But I would much prefer to be grounded and be aware and watch what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Thank you for the good news. I'm letting go of centuries of, <laughs> of yes. old stuff. That is fantastic, and I, I just would want that for everyone. Absolutely, uh, but people, we have to be willing to let go. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So, Thank you. Yeah. You're I'll welcome. So who's, who would you like to pass the talking stick to? Um, gosh, I don't know. Who's uh, willing to take it? Yeah. Uh, Penny or Randy, maybe? Randy cannot speak because he's still getting over bronchitis. Oh. No. I can speak up. Alrighty. There you go, Penny. Go right ahead. Well, thanks, Amina. And actually, I want to say thank you for some of the words, uh, Caroline, because you were describing what's been happening to me, too. Um, my head is, I think I'm over the last whack-a-mole game that I was playing with the universe last week. My head is still draining, um, but at least, uh, and I think there's still a brain left, I hope, but it's been it's been really wild. And then there's days when I feel that same lightness um, that you do, and I wonder where that came from. And, you know, and whistling kind of cheerful for the day. The next day, it may not be quite the same, but I've had several of those odd t times when I'm going through something and then suddenly there's a break and it's like the sun is shining everywhere in my life. And it's awesome. It's really awesome. Yeah, it and, is. Um, it's, it's when that happens too. So, and, and I, re I had received something of the same kind of explanation that Omina gave Caroline too. So I'm really happy about that myself. And then out driving today, um, driving towards the sun, uh, which I had to do in order to turn left and go south. I'm driving straight into the south, and even with the visors down, um, it feels like I needed another pair of sunglasses or something that I didn't have actually on. But it is so bright. It is just so bright you can't see anything. It really is that bright. So it's quite amazing, too. So 
And I'm looking forward to going out tonight because there's a clear sky tonight. We've had uh, snow and cloud and yuck for the last few days. And tonight is going to be a clear night. So I'm looking forward to um, seeing the constellation Orion, which is directly south south now and up a little higher in the sky. So I can see the New Jerusalem and Sirius and I can see the belt of Orion and I can see the Goldies off to the um, a little bit more further to the west and up a little higher in the sky. It's awesome. It's a very inspiring sight to see when you can finally see everything. So that's my report. So um, I think I'm more up than down the last little while too. So I'm pretty pleased about that. That's great. Great. Thank you. That's you're reflecting all what the rest of us are feeling. So that's mm-hmm. really good. And mm-hmm. and I get that that some of the downloads of energy for some people they're just downloading pure joy. Mm-hmm. That because would make some, sense. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't experience what real joy is. So when it does come, hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Thank because you. we need it. So I think that's everybody. We'll send lots of love and healing to you, Randy, and hopefully that you get better a lot quicker. So unless Micah wants to talk. I'll take the talking stick. Thanks, Omelia. Okay, thank you. And greetings to all of our listeners from around the planet and throughout the cosmos. Well, folks, it's been quite a wild ride since the beginning of this year. The energies have been up and down what might feel like extremes at times. Looking at the Schumann resonance over the last few days, we have been watching interesting markings appear. From grid lines to chalk-like marks, they definitely are different than we've seen before. You might even say they seem out of this world. Our ascension teams have said, you will see the approaching changes in our solar weather tools. We do see that daily in our magnetosphere. Even today, it is forecasted to be a quiet solar weather day. But if you look at the magnetosphere, we have energies being shot into the dark side of the planet at this very moment. Energies that our galactic families have been shooting into us for many, many years now. It's safe to say our angelic and galactic families are now letting you know that they're here supporting our ascension via the Schumann resonance. Everything around you is here to help you rise up right now. From the high vibrational energies shooting in for months, helping you to expand your highest level, to the bliss energies that are relaxing those that are open to receiving that bliss and joy. It's been a very busy few months and things are going to get really interesting today through the weekend. The ascend the ascending are riding riding up and into their true selves. The energies of this now moment are wrapping us and supporting our progress. Remember to hydrate and follow the nudges from your guides. It's the perfect time to trust in you. Everything you need is right inside of you already. And also, remember to praise, respect, thank, and love every feeling that comes in each moment. Process through those feelings and be grateful no matter what those feelings are in that moment. As Omina said, 
We are letting go of thousands of lifetimes of trauma and karma. We have to want to let go. And yet I assure you, when you do, when you do let go, you will feel lighter and lighter moving forward. Stay happy, positive, and warm, folks. With that, I pass the talking stick back to you, Amina. Thank you, Micah. Um, I think what I'm going to talk about tonight, and then we will get to Ramadara, I think I'm going to talk about the true self and the adaptive self, because that's going to help people let go and understand why we do what we do and why we hold on to things, okay? So if anybody on the panel wants to contribute to that, and also, before I get to Ramadara, in case people want to call in and talk to them, or talk to any of us. The number the number is eight eight zero. No, no, it's sorry. It's eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight or three two three seven four 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 eight three one. Again, I'm going to Repeat that, 888-627-6008 or 323-744-4831. And please do call us in. We miss your calls. And we can answer, there's enough of us here to, to answer any questions you might have. And if we don't know the answer, we'll tell you that too. So on that note, I will pass the talking stick to Ram and Tara, and they can give us our updates and information that we might need. So there you go, Ram and Tara. Greetings. Uh, before we go on, I think I just want to double check um, the number you gave. Uh, the second time, I think it was a different than the first time. Um, no, was now repeat them again. Okay, let me just say what I thought you said the first time. And uh, five two three seven four four, and then you added another four, but I think it's eight eight three one. Isn't that right? No, these are the numbers I have here that I've been saying all along. Eight, oh, okay. Eight, then, then, eight. then you said the eight twice the first time. You said the eight. Okay, okay. Then, sorry. Eight, 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 six, two, seven, six, zero, zero, eight, mm-hmm. or three, two, three, seven, four, 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 eight, three, one. Yes, that's correct. That's good. Yes. They're the ones I've been saying all along. So, okay. You're, the floor is yours. Rama, what do you want to say? I think I want to say that um, they have been telling us that the uh, we're at the end for quite a while, right, Rama? Yes. And we're at the end of what? We're at the end of this old timeline. Okay. And as of Saturday, the sun, Pluto, are moving into Aquarius. And this is a really big, big effing deal. 
and we're watching it play out in real time right now. I mean, I've had headaches off and on through the last few days, weeks with the solar flares. I call them monster solar flares that um, it has to do with what is being transformed, transfigured on a global scale. All the planets are involved in the solar system and they haven't told us the truth. There are 12 to 14 planets, not just nine in our system. And this has to do with Vulcan and Persephone and Eris and Chiron and so many other stories that are part of the galactic history. And um, I could just say that as... Caroline said, sort of walking in a dream world. And I could describe how my head feels like cotton candy, and then you eat it, and it's gone. And I don't know where to go with that statement, but it's like uh, I could go to sleep at the drop of a hat if I really get quiet and sit down and breathe. It's that intense with the energies. You just have to be fully focused. And what I can say that's going on right now is all we are saying is give peace a chance. I talked to Mr. X and some character today named Commander K. (laughs) And I'll get to that yet. It is what what's going on in the Middle East is affecting the rest of the planet, and we got to send more love. That's how we get through it. And Pluto is helping to dig it up. Twenty six thousand years of mind control, slavery, and racism, and it ends here and now. This is not what the age of Aquarius is about, as far as I understand. And um, there's a little 11-minute piece here I'm going to play from Aurora Ray talking about this right at this time. Here we go. This is called Global Awakening, Humanity at the Threshold of a New Era. Guiding the evolution of consciousness, dear ones. The universe is made up of light and its expressions as sound, frequency, vibration, and color. Each of us has an energetic signature a vibrational imprint that makes us uniquely who we are. And we carry that same signature through every level of existence. Every object has a soul, too. Everything is imbued with spirit, a unique aspect of source. All energy is intelligent and sentient. It responds to the intentions we hold for it. It can be directed or undirected. It can be concentrated or scattered. It can be harnessed or dispersed. The use to which we put our energy determines the world we experience around us. 
Consciousness is not exclusive to humans, but is universal to all matter and energy in the cosmos. We are not alone in this universe. We are part of an ocean of consciousness that infuses everything. Stars, planets, animals, and plants. With sentience, life. Transcends death. It transforms into higher states of existence beyond space-time and material. Gaia is the dynamic living presence in which we live and breathe. Gaia's properties permeate every cell, fiber, and filament of our being as physical bodies. We are her emergent property as our galaxies and stardust. Everything is one, and we are all connected at our core in a community of all that is. Gaia is a living, breathing entity, the living organization of life and matter. We are emergent properties of Gaia, her thoughts and dreams, the conscious being she has produced. The entire Earth system is a superorganism, an organism that we are part of. Gaia is the totality of all life and matter on Earth. Life and matter have co-evolved to form a self-regulating system that maintains the conditions for life on the planet. Gaia is alive. It has its own mysterious inner intelligence and will. Each of us has the ability to connect with that life force and, therefore, create the best possible life we can for ourselves, for others, and for our planet. In this new way of thinking about things, we are all in a relationship with each other and the Earth. There is no such thing as isolation or separation from the whole. We are each intimately connected to everyone and everything else on the planet. This makes us incredibly powerful in creating positive change, because when one person takes a step to change themselves, it ripples out across the world in ways that can't be measured by science alone. Gaia is a single complex system with numerous facets, the physical subsystem, geosphere, including the atmosphere, hydrosphere, hydrosphere, and lithosphere, the chemical subsystem, biogeochemical cycles, biological subsystem, the biosphere, the information subsystem, the economic subsystem, the social subsystem, the conscious subsystem, mind space. It is a time of rebirth and emergence for the new earth. Many have felt it in their bones, yet have been unsure of what this means. We are now at that time as the energetic shift continues to unfold. We will each be given a chance to be a part of this paradigm shift if we choose to be so. As we move into this next phase of evolution, humanity is being given the opportunity to emerge with Gaia as she shifts her consciousness into its next stage of development. The veils continue to thin as we can bear more and more of the light coming into our system. We become more able to handle higher levels of energy, allowing for more access to information from other realms. This can create discomfort for many as the body adjusts to these higher frequencies. We are being prepared for a wave of energy that will support us in moving into our expanded abilities and expressions. As this wave hits us in waves over the next few months, we will feel a deep sense of clearing within our bodies and energy systems, as well as within ourselves. 
This wave may induce feelings that come up from old emotions, patterns, or beliefs that still need release or healing. It will bring up what is ready to be cleared out on an individual basis, as well as what is ready to be cleared out on a collective level. This wave is so incredibly powerful and potent, affecting all levels of our being, that it may make some of us feel ungrounded or dizzy at times. This wave brings with it an acceleration of energy, bringing us to a faster vibration than we may have been used to before. This can cause some people to feel tired and drained because the faster energies can take some getting used to for our body systems. This is especially true for those on a lower vibrational timeline who are not consciously doing the work to raise their vibration, such as those who choose not to meditate or clear their energy fields regularly. It is important to pace yourself in these times and to be gentle with yourself as you go through this clearing process. For me, the best way to cope with these energies is to take extra time for myself by doing relaxing things like taking a bath, meditating, and journaling. I have also noticed that my dreams have been very powerful lately and that I have been dreaming more than usual. I know that these are all signs of the intense energy shifts happening on Earth right now. As these energies continue to strengthen, we can expect to see many changes all around us. As these changes unfold, it will be important for us to remain present and grounded so that we do not get caught up in fear or worry about the future. The best thing that we can do right now is trust in the divine. Be aware, dear ones, that these energies are here to support us through this time of change and transformation. So please don't feel overwhelmed by them. Instead, Embrace them and allow the changes that are taking place within you and your world to play out in divine timing, knowing that everything is unfolding exactly how it needs to for all involved. Whenever you feel stuck, confused, or unclear about something going on in your world, you can ask for guidance from your higher self, spirit guides, or angels about what you need to know at this time. Simply go into a quiet space where you won't be disturbed. As this wave hits us in waves over the next few months, we will feel a deep sense of clearing within our bodies and energy systems, as well as within ourselves. This wave may induce feelings that come up from old emotions, patterns, or beliefs that still need release or healing. It will bring up what is ready to be cleared out on an individual basis, as well as on a collective level. This is a beautiful time to do some inner work or healing and clear anything you are ready to. This can include past life issues or karmic lessons that need to be learned. The energies of this shift will bring about peace and harmony for those who desire it. This energy carries higher frequencies that aid in the transformation of lower vibrational energy into higher vibrational energy. On a collective level, it will have an effect on the masses as they begin to awaken and develop more compassion and empathy towards one another, which in turn will create more peaceful interactions between people. The energies will also help to raise the consciousness of the masses and encourage self-awareness and responsibility for one's own actions. On an individual level, this solar eclipse marks an awakening of sorts in those who are open to it. It may draw people together. The Earth 
is now enveloped by a powerful wave of light from the galactic core and cosmic sources. This wave is a supercharged luminous wave that is infused with the highest frequencies of pure Christ consciousness light. This light is being transmitted to the earth for the purpose of activating new levels of human consciousness and expanding human awareness. The energy of the new earth is starting to emerge now, and it's a huge leap from where we've been. This shift in our consciousness will also allow us to go deeper into the heart space and embrace our true essence, which for many of us has been buried and ignored for most of our lives. Our essence is who we are at the core. It's who we were when we were born into this world. It's the beauty and innocence that we possessed before life molded and shaped us into something else. There is nothing more important than connecting with your essence right now because it's your true identity and your true power. You are connected to your higher self and spirit when you live from this space. You're in alignment with your desires, relationships, career path, and much more. This wave may also bring memories to the surface that you have been unable to remember until now. For some, it will feel like someone is pouring salt on an open wound. For others, it may feel like being dipped in water that is not so pleasant. If you experience any discomfort, please use your own personal self-care and grounding techniques to help you through this process. There are many ways that you can support yourself through these changes. Some people find doing art helpful. Others find writing their feelings into a journal helpful. I encourage everyone who is feeling uncomfortable to get outside, walk barefoot, and connect with the Earth's natural frequency of Schumann resonance, 7.83 IZ, through the bottoms of their feet. This helps to create a balancing effect between our bodies and the Earth. We love you dearly. We are here with you. We are your family of light. We are the Galactic Federation. Aho. This is a message to humanity from Aurora Ray, Ambassador of the Galactic Federation. I love that. Yes. Absolutely. We're all on the same theme tonight. That's great. Synchronicity is what we got tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Omi. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Rama, for yeah. playing that. So, oh, okay. We just want to do a little housekeeping right now. Um, thank you, everyone. Yeah, we have the first you. week of BBS Radio paid. And so, and, uh, then we have $21 toward the second week. So um, that will be $183.50 remaining. And there are a number of people that have gone through different things going on in their lives. So we could use some volunteers to start uh, or to, you know, contribute so that we can uh, stay the course now. Um, yes. Everybody's got to do what they got to do. And I understand that. But uh, as you'll see when Rama reads the, the report for the week it's it's something very big is happening here 
right, Rama? Yes. Okay, so the third week, then it'll be 20450. And the fourth week, another 20450. And so we can do this. And there are bills coming, but not yet. We paid the bills from the beginning. And so yes. thank you, everyone. And thank you. I pass the talking stick to you, Rama. Okay, this starts on Tuesday, the 16th. I received a text message from Rosa from Palestine at 11.20 this morning. She said to me, Lord Rama, the ancient fallen angels are fighting it out to the bitter end. This ancient story is about racism. I am a person of color. This is a very big effing deal. As we are to meet our galactic family, they are every color of the rainbow. The biggest event in a very long time is happening. Pluto is moving into Aquarius. It is time for peace and love. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Satnam Namaste, blaze the violet fire. She used to work for Al Jazeera. And Rosa, at a certain point, had to just disappear from Al Jazeera. She was a journalist, and now she works with the Galactics, I could say. And that building in um, Gaza was leveled. I'll just put it that way. Where she... The, the news building. The news building is. I remember that. It's gone. Yep. And this is also Tuesday. I received a text message from Tom the Ringtail Cat, Sweet Angelique the Cat, Larry Curley, and Mole at 11.35 late this morning. They all said to me, Lord Rama, big changes are afoot. The solar flares are increasing exponentially. The drama unfolding in the Middle East is about an ancient story of racism. It goes back to the original fallen angels. The dark side is out of time. We are moving into the age of Aquarius. Goddess is here. Stay in the high heart. Satnam Namaste Blaze Violet Fire. And this is Wednesday. I sat in the grass with my friend Charlie, the caretaker of the I Am Sanctuary property in Santa Fe. It was 11.10 this morning. There were seven deer and six crows hanging out with us. Charlie said to me, Lord Rama, as we move into the age of Aquarius, Pluto is going to do its magic to transform the earth. There are big changes afoot. The solar flares are part of this upliftment. All the old stories are just that, the old stories. Leave them alone. The galactic, our galactic families are here. At any time, they may be contacting you. Stay in the oneness and you will hear their voice. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam Namaste, Blaze the Violet Fire. And this is today. I received a text message from Mr. X at 1209. 
early this afternoon. He said to me, Lord Rama, I'd like to introduce Mr. K to you. Commander K poses as a politician in Iran. He is part of the Revolutionary Guard. He is investigating the murder of Mr. Soleimani. This Suleimani. This all leads back to the Trump administration. The late General Soleimani is innocent of the allegations our U.S. State Department and our U.S. military have accused him of in 2018-2019 during the Trump administration. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Netanyahu will be held to account, along with his cadre of the dark side, by the good folks of the Israeli government who are not Zionists. The whole Zionist idea is part of the old matrix. It is over. This is not a joke. There are galactic commanders who, as given the orders by the Ashtar Command, will contain the Dark Ones who will be handed over to Mother Sekhmet and the Peshats. They will be boarded onto galactic cargo starships headed for Dracos in the Orion constellation. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam Namaste, blaze violet fire. And I pass the talking stick back to you, Almina. Thank you, Rama. So, anybody else have anything else to add? Well, Mina, I could say that it's feeling, the energy's feeling, I haven't used this term for a while, but it's feeling very surreal right now. Yeah. I think it's because those who are uh, still, um, you know, really doing the daily routines of the matrix are beginning to feel, or there's more of us feeling it, that something's changed. Yes. And yet that change, it's in the wings, right? Uh, yeah. Very much so. We're seeing it in real time as Mr. Drop is trying to... Uh, Hold on to his position and it's failing. His lawyers are failing. Place the violent fire. Send more love. We are in, like so many folks keep telling me, we are in such a dangerous time and such a glorious time because the light wins. All this darkness goes, but we are the ones that make the shift. Let it begin with me. It's big. Every day, the waves of energy, I can watch them just change how folks are interacting on the roads. And I mean, I see the stuff going on on the highways and it's, oh my God. Waste of violent fire. I pass a talking stick. You mean you're seeing crazy driving, Rama, or crazy, what? Crazy driving, so yeah. many cops and, and law enforcement because people 
are inundated with these higher energies like aurora ray described like what all these folks are telling me and if you're not doing a spiritual practice it, it's gonna get you and and um i mean there's so many messages saying drink water stay low key don't get in any stuff with the drama playing out because they they want to play with loosh the fear right now and as you know um whatever's going on with the houthis and uh iran and the other dramas they are playing it out in real time and you know mr x and Mr. K today just said, heads up, you know, this is why you're seeing a lot of heightened police stuff all around the planet. The people are kind of losing it because they see through the veil the so-called, I want to call them life forms that are paid politicians that answer to the matrix they know their time's up too and they're desperate to create a big 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 distraction you know supposedly like another 9-11 yet they're not going to get to and i keep being told that you know we're right in that critical juncture that as we can send more love and calming energies into these areas of conflict, there can come solutions. Um, I hope that answers the question. I totally agree with you because um, definitely in order for things to change, all the negative stuff has to come up. And people are people are being affected by the energy, but don't understand what's going on with them. And it's almost like it plays with their brain where they explode. Yeah. And and that can happen with road rage, with all the guns are. We we see it every day. People blowing up at each other, killing each other. And it's like if we can come from a very calm place and a loving place, it's like you're out in nature, enjoy it, and yet send all that energy. Because we have all that energy to send. Yeah. That's that's the neat part of it. We are we're we're the workers. We have that ability because of our own awareness. We have the ability not only to do it for ourselves, but to do it for others. And they'll feel it. So the more all the listening audience, the more we send that out there, send that love out there, the violet flame out there, can you imagine the energy that goes into the places where it's disharmony, where it's where it's war, where people are dying. It's going to calm, even though it may go on, it may calm the people. It may they may just they may pick up the energy we pick up, where we feel that joy or that peace coming in when the energy is coming. Can you imagine if we could share that with people in a war zone? Nothing may change, but they may feel peaceful. 
Well, I think I think that's very very beautiful. I had an interesting moment. I pro- I might have described this before, where I was driving on one of the highways here in Santa Fe, and I saw all these different cars all around me, and I just had an impulse to send love to everybody in every single car all all around me, both sides of the highway. And um, to send love and reassurance because the holidays can be stressful. They can be joyful, but they can also be stressful. And um, my team said, all right, carry that feeling right now all the way over to Palestine and Israel, both those countries. Exactly. I did that. And in other words, they were saying, do it very immediately. Don't stop and think. Oh, just do it. uh, Just do it. Yeah. Quickly. Just do it. And I just transferred it over to them. Yeah. And we can do it every day on a regular basis with the thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everything begins with a thought. So if we think love, feel love, send love. Think, feel, send. Yes. Absolutely. It's like a telegraph. Whoosh. <laughs> and, and. It might not come immediately, like thinking of presidential candidates. You might not get a feeling of love. But who do you love? Then think of your little nephew or a grandchild or child that, you you know, somebody wonderful. And then just without bringing the mind into it, transfer that love over to those lost children who are grown up. Absolutely. I believe. Yeah. I just just want to ask one more question, Omina, uh, if that's all right, of Rama. you know, your your people were saying for a while there, Rama, get out of the matrix. So does that mean that we should not think about the 2024 election or we shouldn't watch the news at all? What what exactly did they mean by that? What they mean by that is, as you can find a way to work with the energies where you're not buying the lies from the mainstream media because they are stirring the pot and you know I'm sorry to say Joe Biden is just as guilty as Mr. Yahoo for what's going on there and they are both war criminals and how to justify voting for Mr. Biden is, you know, a big deal. There isn't. Yeah. And I'm just having to, you know, deal with that quandary and send more love because it is precarious. And what is going on is not according to the office of the Christ and it is being handled at the highest levels. I know that I, every day, uh, so many ships in the skies, mm-hmm. and you feel the angels here, even though you can't see them. <laughs> I see them, but yeah. It, it's what I could say is as you want to know more about the drama unfolding the nation is a good newspaper to read it is not uh controlled i could say by the major corporations like the wall street journal or the uh washington post or 
any of the other newspapers or networks. To, I mean, Katrina Vandenhoevel knows her stuff. And, and uh, the nation is a good, good um, place. 165 years now or more? Yep. Longest magazine reporting mm -hmm. in the United States and pretty much telling the truth all the way through. Yeah. Thank you, Rama. Yes. Well, I'm going to say what I do every day. I put out the energy for the highest good, whether it's political, whether it's growing, whether it's whatever it is to clear the energy and the intention to, that whatever results we're looking for, that'll be for the higher good. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. And that helps. I think that helps. Energy is amazing if we know how to work with it. It really is amazing. And intention is everything. Mm -hmm. uh, what, Randy, are you watching those notes? Randy is asking a question. Oh, Rama. Um, Randy is saying that Megan Kelly, of formerly of Fox News, I guess, I don't know where she's now, uh, saying we're going to hear a lot more about Jeffrey Epstein in the coming year. You may be even hearing from him directly. Wow. Uh, oh my God. I don't know Jeffrey Epstein personally. I wouldn't want to meet him well, yet. Uh, you know, he's still alive and they spirited him out to go to, you know, I think he's under Jerusalem or Tel Aviv, but that's all. And he's still doing sex trafficking. With young, yeah, this, young you kids. know, Miss Maxwell is kind of like a distraction sitting in jail. And oh, I don't think she thinks that. <laughs> I don't think she thinks that either. But, you know, um, the lives that have been affected by this man and the spider web that goes around the planet goes into all the royal palaces of the 13 families. And it is a big deal because it is about the matrix going down. And uh, not using people as mindless slaves, you know, um, you know, this is being shifted radically all over the planet right now. And um, I, I, I bring it back to what so many folks have said, like Dr. Greer and other folks that know the galactics. They will not allow the planet to be totally nuked. But we do have to deal with our uh, unruly adolescent souls, as you put it, <laughs> Omina. And yep. they, are, they are adolescent souls. When you have the power of a creator source God, that is a really big deal because you can 
shift energy, space, time, matter, and using the power of the force for darkness, uh, you will get your medicine. I'm not saying it is a threat. It is about, you know, uh, working within the energies of the office of the Christ. And these adolescent souls have played around for 26,000 plus years. It's time. <laughs> That's what I got to say. Well, it, it's very true, Rama, because when I think about, I mean, all the adolescent souls in the world probably have been adolescents for many lifetimes because if they weren't, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. Right. And and my other thought on that is they need the light and the love that we can send them just as much as all the war places do. Yes. Because they're creating war in their own way. They're coming from a very dark place. And the only way we can help lighten that is to send the light in. Because the dark won't do any good sending dark. It has to be more light so that they maybe can grow out of their basic nature of selfishness and and their and their and their cry for satisfaction and money. That's all come from a lack of love too. Yeah. Their cruelties and whatever else that they do. And it's it's such a huge big problem. Trafficking they mean They've been doing trafficking since man, man and woman came on the earth. Yeah. Human trafficking has been forever, since the beginning. It's, I think it's the basic nature. Animals, animals act better than we do, and we're part of the animal kingdom. But they definitely act because they go by the natural law. We don't because we have free will. But anyway, I was going, are you done, Ramantar? I don't want to cut in on your time if yes. you have more to say. I, I could just say that in all of what we've brought up here, put it in the circle of support and blaze the violet fire, because um, like Maharishi talked about, when you meditate, it stops the violence. I passed the talking stick. Okay, so tonight I was I'm going to put out the the um the phone numbers again. If you want to call in and have a discussion with us, please do. Or any questions or any comments, they're all welcome. Eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight or three two three Seven four 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 eight three one. Right now we're experiencing very very cold weather. Sunny but very cold. Of course it's winter. What do you expect? But getting into human development, spiritual development, and we're such creatures of habit and full of fear. Believe it or not, there is a real diagnosis as adaptive self. You have the authentic self that's free and healthy, funny, going to have your quirks, but who doesn't? And then there's the adaptive self, 
What happens with the adaptive self is people experience something. It could be very little. It could be very traumatic. Everybody, what what you might experience as traumatic, I might think it's very little. What's traumatic to me might be very little to you. It's how our perception and our internalization of our experience creates an adaptive self. For instance, if you're a small child, you could be anywhere from the age between one and ten or adolescence. That's where we make all our absolute decisions. And depending on our experience and depending on what decision we make, once we make that absolute decision, it's usually made because we need to survive. It's usually unconscious. And we create the adaptive self out of an absolute decision that we've made for whatever reasons we experienced. It could be rejection. It could be cruelty. It could be sexual assault. It could be our feelings were hurt. So we might make an absolute decision. I'm never going to trust anyone again. I'm never going to love anyone again. I'm never going to let anybody love me again. It goes on and on and on. So let's say we make that absolute decision. We've created the adaptive self. Now the adaptive self begins to learn how to navigate through life. They could suffer at a great extent or not at all and not be one bit aware that the adaptive self is living in the world, not the true self. Because the true self is usually more happier, more spontaneous, more trusting, more loving, love themselves enough to allow somebody else to love them. They're more kind. They're going to be angry and have grief and all the rest of the emotions that we all that we all share, sometimes we don't allow ourselves to feel. The adaptive self may decide not to feel. So it makes a huge difference in terms of how our life goes on because that absolute decision can create chaos or it can create barely living. So it's about becoming aware, looking at oneself and wondering, where did that come from? How come I made that? How come I don't trust anybody? How come I don't let anybody near me? How come I don't, you know, let anybody close to me? Usually the adaptive self has to be in control. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think that's where we're at in a lot of, um, at least my experience with people. They come, they come to me because they don't understand the problems, why they have them, and don't understand why they're not solving them, don't understand why they're in patterns of in and out of love because everybody is looking for love. If you're looking for love, you're in your adaptive self. If your natural natural self loves you enough, you love yourself enough naturally, you're not needy. You're not looking. It comes to you. 
And it's just the natural self enjoys people, enjoys nature, will be straight with you, will be honest with you, honest with themselves. Where the adaptive self have to has to reclaim that and learn it all over. Most people I see have problems because of absolute decisions they've made. Or sometimes they're they're definitely natural, but let's say they're a toddler soul, an adolescent soul. You have a 50-year-old acting like an adolescent. That's not going to change unless they have some soul growth around it. The main, that doesn't mean they're traumatized or anything else. It just means they're adolescent souls. And everybody can recognize them. Because sometimes they're very angry. They're just like adolescents. I grew up in a country where there was no such thing as an adolescent. I think I probably went through my adolescence between 25 and 30. And then I realized what an adolescent soul was. Because even if we skip stages, we still at some point in our journey, we have to go through those stages. It's like a baby learning to walk. They just don't get up and walk. Although the new ones coming in seem to be doing that. But for old time's sake, it's the same with our soul's growth. It just, it grows in stages. If we're lucky to have parents that are kind, that are loving, that are compassionate, they help us grow. But I haven't yet met the perfect person that had the perfect childhood, even if they were affluent. It doesn't matter because do you think money changes it all? No, it doesn't. Money doesn't help us grow. Money just makes us greedy. It doesn't help us grow unless we're sharing it or whatever we're doing with it. And it's where my friends always said it's only paper with dead people on it. And I think of that every day when I go shopping, especially in this environment, everything is so outrageously priced. So I give it up to the guides above, the guides get what I want. They always supply what I need. So I know if anybody has any questions that they want to ask, but I would definitely say if you want to do some soul growth, do some self-inventory. So you can let go of the adaptive self. So you can let go of the hearts that one might have experienced through their upbringing or their childhood. Because all I know, when things like that happen to us, we're either paying off karma or karma is being created by the offender. As children, we're powerless. And oftentimes, if we don't understand that, we carry that powerlessness into our adulthood. And that's what makes us vulnerable. To be taken advantage of mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually. We can be abused on all of those levels, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, as well. If we learn to grow as our soul, tries to teach us and gives us all the tools to do it we learn to stand in our own power and when you stand in your own power 
Nothing touches you. Because people know. It's like, remember, we are of the earth, earth souls. And I'm just talking about earth souls. We have that intuitive radar. Children have it. And it's beaten out of them. They have that radar. Victimized people have that radar. Healthy people have that radar, but sometimes ignore it. It's not as sharp when you're on the when you're on the lookout for someone that might be potentially someone that's going to hurt you or you don't trust them. Listen to the listen to your gut because it doesn't know how to lie. Feelings they come and go, but one thing about feelings, they don't know how to lie. They just don't. But our brain can trigger us and put us in denial and try to trigger us into thinking something different. Oh, they didn't mean it. Oh, they I know they love me. You know, even though they did this to me and did that to me. That's what the brain is wonderful at rationalization. And maybe that's part of our survival because sometimes we don't have the where all to be able to separate all of that, especially if you're young. You don't. Because we don't understand, if you're a child, we don't understand the adult world. The adult world doesn't even stand, understand themselves, never mind expecting others' children to understand them. But yet, that's where a lot of our absolute decisions are made. When Usually it's done in when you're a toddler and when you're an adolescent. They go through the same growing, physically, mentally, and emotionally changing as a toddler. You're discovering the world. You're doing the very same thing as an adolescent. You're discovering the world. And how many people do you know? that don't have any boundaries. There's an awful lot of people out there that does not understand healthy boundaries. So they don't know how to say no. They're afraid to say no. When you're afraid to say no, we give all kinds of permission for all kinds of things to happen to us. And that's the sad part, because that's where our powerlessness comes from. And we learn that at early ages. And I hope anyone who understands what I'm saying begins to take inventory. And if you have to take your power back, plan it. Don't just spontaneously go out there and decide you're going to be angry and take it back because you're going to get hurt if you do. Because there's somebody just around the corner waiting to tell you they're stronger than you are, whether that's mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually. And you can get abused on all levels of that. And I know there's lots of people, if they're listening, they understand that. And yet, 
anyone that's out there that doesn't know how to nurture themselves, take care of themselves, love themselves, say no, there's some trauma somewhere. They've made an absolute decision somewhere because that's not the natural state of being. That's the adaptive state of being. So, what else can I say about it? Any questions, anybody that might want to, I don't know, not my sex offer a question? <laughs> well, I hope people will call in because this is a huge issue. Absolutely. Um, question to you is, what do you think? This is kind of a philosophical question, Amina, that we come in, we're our true selves when we're in the higher realms before we reincarnate once again. And, oh, Padme's, okay, um, I can wait to ask this question. Padme's online, too. Okay. Uh, Are you there, Padme? Amina, you must, I am. Greetings. You're truly speaking my language. I have thought about calling in since the beginning of the show and or actually even booking a session. I, I, you are saying something that is true. Not just for me, but so many people um, about the boundaries and having people that if you're not aware that they're kind of in your field, then I mean, you sure you can learn stuff from it. But what a it's such an intense time of that happening. I, I can't even say enough about it. I feel like you're speaking the same the things that um, <clears throat> I've been trying to work through the last couple of weeks, and it should seem so insignificant, but it's not. And uh, um, I had to ask myself what it is in me that made me upset or angry. And I realized as you say it that, so <clears throat> I'll try not to skip around. But so a couple of weeks ago, I have, I have a friend who I've known for about 10 years and she's a friend of a friend. Um, and uh, uh, anyway, so I kind of, she was getting off a, a work site show in our area and was like, well, I could come see you. And I said, yes. And I realize now I didn't really, I sort of do it out of obligation. Anyway, she stayed two days, but in a couple of years ago, she was working here a lot and stayed at my house four times a month for over a year and a half, almost two years. So um, that was my, you know, oh, sure, this could be fun. But in reality, um, my my habituated pattern is from my mother, who is narcissistic and always you just don't say no. I mean, if she wants you to pick, you know, get her a glass of water or do something for her or, you know, make amends with a cousin who was, you know, whatever she wants at her whim, you have to uh, uh, acquiesce to. And you don't say no to my mother. You know, everything is what? So I think along the way, I really learned to not say no and to feel empathic and da 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 da. <clears throat> but anyway, so long story short, but so she's at my house for two days. And I was so energetically exhausted by the time she left. I mean, I I made some really clear decisions, like I won't be having her back again. But um, <clears throat> And she's oogly-googly sweet and all this stuff and everything. But I'm starting to realize that it just masks a lot of um, defiant energy, I guess you'd call it. Jealousy, usurping, defiant. There's a lot going on there. And so I have these really beautiful magnets from... Um, the Van Gogh Museum, and they're a high-gloss finish, and no one's ever touched them. I finally put them up in the corner on my fridge. So when she's at my house, she takes after other various things, but she took her finger and stuck it right in the middle of the of the gloss, 
really like grinding it in. And then I was like, oh. And I felt like I wished in the moment I would have said, you know, get your hands off there. But in reality, I just said, oh, oh, and like, could you not do that? Like, but she looked at me really defiant. And uh, anyway, I, I just, that and taking a bunch of pictures of all my books, which was, I had some writing mixed in on my dining room table. But I just felt really violated by the time she left. And I'm having to, like, I don't ever want to, you know, she sent me some shungite and this and that. and But I don't, I guess I wonder where the line is. Like, I won't have her back, but I had to really do some work with myself about allowing. It felt like energetic thievery, I guess, and a pissing match in well, a way. I think, and I won't have her back. I think, Padme, the real lesson for is you to stand in your own power. While you're silently, you're stand, you know, sounds like you're silently standing there allowing her to invade your space. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, and you've made a decision you won't have her back again, and that's fine. But maybe, right. if, if, maybe the thing about it is you may not have her back again, but somebody else like her will come in her place. Because your yeah. your soul growth or your lesson is is to start learning, and you can say it in a nice way. Please don't do that. Do not take pictures inside my house or whatever, 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 whatever. Um, uh-huh. It doesn't. The point is, it doesn't mean they're going to respect your space. What's important is that you were able to give your feelings a voice. That's the part that's important. And you can visualize yourself doing that with anybody around you like that, okay? And if you think Uh it in your head, and eventually you will actually do it. You will. You will do it. The best thing to do is not to personalize it. Hmm. Because people like that are our greatest teachers. They're the most annoying, aggravating, pains in the butt, people yep seriously they are yeah and and um, eventually the more you realize that you need to develop your own boundaries the less you will attract people like that and it's a lot of our resistance you might say of saying something, or our fear about rejection, or whatever it may be. And oftentimes it just doesn't come from this life. It's a pattern that came from many lifetimes. And we keep coming back and coming back and coming back, trying to develop our own power. Mm. So, and you think, if you think of it that way, you will develop the power. Bring in the power. Ask the power to come in. The right way to say it. Okay. Okay? And that's one way of being gentle with yourself. Don't personalize them. Don't personalize what they're doing. Just concentrate on what do I need to do in this situation. You can walk away and leave them there, or you can say, you can't do that. They may ignore you, but the point is you're saying it. That's your power. They still may even go on trying right. to just lose your cool. Then you've lost your power. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. So and, it, it's and definitely a challenge. Huh? I, I even made myself little flashcards about the ways that I don't know how to, like, don't know how to say no in the moment. I used to be much better at thinking on my feet, but I, I actually made, because I have to reestablish that boundary and, and, Maybe you could help me with the mantra about bringing that power back in. Well, what um, you have to do is when yeah. you can't say no, you have to borrow time and say, let me think about that and I'll get back to you. Ah. And that's when you learn to say no. You borrow time so you can, so that you can learn to say no. Yeah. Say no, you're not going to die. I can guarantee it. No, never killed anybody. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> and it's that overwhelming. Oh, I might hurt somebody's feelings, you know, I, which is really shooting myself in the foot. I mean, I, I no hurting somebody. There, I, let me let me put it into perspective for you. We think uh -huh. we can hurt other people's feelings. That's arrogance. Because if they don't hurt, if they do not have hurt feelings in them. You can't hurt them. Okay? Uh, uh -huh. You bring up their hurt feelings. You don't hurt them. You just bring them up in them. And then they'll get mad at you. Because you made them feel. But we don't have the power to hurt somebody else's feelings. Mm -hmm. No more than we have the power like, to make... Go ahead. Oh, I just... I guess sometimes, you know, your heart chakra goes, oh... I don't want to, the empathic, which is way, way distorted, but it's like I empathically don't want to up make someone feel bad or awkward. So we're, you know, we're that kind of feeling. But yeah, I, I, don't, I understand yeah. that. When that brings, <laughs> when you, when you're going through that, you have to take a look at your own hurt feelings first mm. and heal them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a journey. So, it is. I um, and then I guess I wondered two more things. Like, um, if I don't, I don't, I haven't said anything because I also, with someone who's somewhat narcissistic, I really want to avoid being in like a. I don't want to take her inventory and say I don't like these things you did. But at the and I also specifically do not want to get into a quantum entanglement uh, with someone or, you know, I. I don't know where the line is. You know, I feel like she needs to do some shadow work or resentment field work, but I definitely, I felt like, I feel like this 2024 is, I, well, 2023 was the ending of things that were really um, not, not so great for all of us. And I really don't want to be around her. She doesn't live here anymore, but I, you know, um, and I'm okay with that. But I guess the question is, do you text somebody and say, hey, it'd probably be good for you to do some work around oh, your no, own no. self? Well, or, no, 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 <laughs> or, no, no, no. I mean, I don't, you, I don't understand you do, how defiant okay. you were. <laughs> you listen to me. I, um, this 3D etiquette. You can do that if you want to. For me, I don't do stuff like that because it's not my okay. job to make them do their journey. That's not yeah. my job. If they come and ask for information, I give it to them. But it's not my job to correct them. Mm 
okay if they because somewhere along the line believe me everything gets leveled out it has to that's karma karma has to balance itself out you're creating karma if you decide it's your job to straighten them out think about that i see yeah yeah you can't save anybody they have yeah. to save themselves It's like it's oh, like working. Agreed. Yeah, it's like it's like living with an addict or working with one or whatever. We can't make them stop using or drinking. That has to come from within them. We can put boundaries up around it and decide we don't want to be a part of that. But we can't make them stop. No more than you can make a narcissist stop their actions. We can't do that. We can stop enabling. We can stop playing into it. But you have to look at which self is operating here. The natural self will say no. The adaptive self, oh, my God, I might hurt their feelings. I might do this. I might do that. I might. I should worry. No, no. That that means we all have our own healing journey to do. And if we've done it or we're halfway there or a quarter way there, whatever where we begin to get clearer on our own boundaries. And what you just said really resonated with me before I, just now and during, before I called in. But that whole thing for me was exactly what you're saying. The adaptive self was, I'm obligated to do this or that, or, and the natural self was like, oh, wait, the two things I need to work on are better boundaries, staying in my power and, you know, uh, not, uh, not allowing that kind of thing, I guess, in my feet. Right. Of my, you know. Right. Uh, you get that because now my okay i'm slow but i'm getting it i guess well you're getting it every day you just you know put the intention out every day bring in all your guides to help you return to the natural self mm, okay i mean if somebody came in and decided to chop off chop off one of your fingers you think you'd be hurting their feelings if you said you don't want that I'm no. going to the yeah, uh, no. <laughs> I'm go I'm going to the extreme. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I was actually some part of myself was like, well, would I like it if she came and put poop all over my satin pillowcase? But that's even more true and more extreme and more real. And it's like, no, you're not invited to that. I'm not going to allow those kinds of things in my field. Are you taking well, up my precious? You have to build up like the energy where. <laughs> You have to build up the energy huh? where they won't even think about it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No is a good word for me in a spontaneous, in the moment, in the moment kind of way. Hmm. Yeah, don't think, think about it. Another, he's really good at it. He says no to everything before I can finish the sentence. He must be teaching me something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good luck. Oh, I, thank you. I need it. I'll take it. Thank you. You're, and uh, blessings and love to you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. We have Margie. Thank you. From, she's, thank you. We have Margie on line one. Margie, are you there? Hi there. How are you? Hi. What you up to? What am I up to? Uh-huh. 
<laughs> well, it sounds like I'm up to lecturing people on the radio or not. I won't <laughs> say lecturing, but I'm giving good. a lecture on. That was on. good. Yeah, the that adaptive self and the natural self. Do you have a question yeah. for me or anybody um, else on no, the panel? I, I just wanted to express that I was talking to an astronomer friend of mine today, and she was talking about um, <clears throat> tomorrow and Saturday being some very high energy days that are not going to be good. They're going to be very negative. And I was schooling around and found where um, Kennedy Space Center has launched SpaceX and Axiom Space, whatever it is, and they're going to be testing energy patterns. So if you get into, like, a space of anger or whatever, um, it's probably going to be from that space thing. That's my feeling on it anyway. And we were talking about it. She said, it's going to be very negative, so just kind of, like, hold your own. And didn't you said earlier, you know, drink lots of water and stay low and don't get mixed up with people's problems, you know. So your question is what? Um, what should we do besides um, stay low? I mean, just stay well, at home or, or will we? should we go out? Well, I mean, everything, it, it, you're either going to live your life by choice or by chance, okay? And the way to do, if you want to live your life by choice, you have to be aware of whatever other people are putting out oftentimes will reflect where they're coming from. If someone told me to stay in because all the negative energy was outside, well, then my natural instinct is, well, I'm going to go out and change the negative energy (laughs) with my positive energy, with my positive energy, because, yeah, that's just the way I am. So, you know, and I'm making that choice. Nothing can happen to you without your permission. That's and I don't know what the person means by it's all negative. You have negative ions and then you have positive ions. You can look at it that probably, way. Yeah, it's probably negative ions. It's going to be, they're, I, they're, whatever it is, they're just doing testing and gathering information. That's what I read about it today. So, well, they do that all the yeah. time, every day, somewhere in the world. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know? Exactly. So sometimes you have to consider the source. Is it a reflection from there where they're from? And you have to make your own decision. If you're a positive person, the negative energy is not going to hurt you. I mean, you can transform it. The intention is you're not going to get involved in the negative energy. If it's it's not, pure negative energy is not going to hurt you. Negative energy with intention is a totally different story. Because now you're engaged in your mental and emotional world in the negative energy. And if if energy brings up your anger, then that's a cleansing phase. We don't have to do anything with the anger. We just have to acknowledge that we're angry. Then we can ask ourselves, so why am I angry? And then it, wait, and you're going to get the answer, and then that'll address that issue. Anger doesn't mean we have to go out and make everybody else's life miserable or attack them or do any of that. Anger is a natural emotion. We acknowledge that it takes the power out of it. If you want to go out and... If you, 
Yeah, if you want to go out and be angry with the negative energy, that's a whole different story. <laughs> then I just say, no. stay out of my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> go, go find your own, right? Exactly. Okay, well, thank, thank you. You have a good one. I'll talk at you guys later. You too. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I wonder what happened to my computer, all my um, faces of my participants are, they disappeared. Guys, you all disappeared on the panel. That is just plain weird. Oh, we're, we're still here technically. <laughs> oh, you're technically there because when you talk, your name shows up. So I know you're there. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, you know, you never know with um, energy can do that. What does the gallery mean, I wonder? Oh, there you all are. I found you. <laughs> I just pressed, I pressed on gallery out of curiosity and you all showed up, so that's good. You're all here. I prefer to have a visual. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, what I was going to ask before, Almina, and I'm glad people are calling in because you're, you're great at helping people um, get through you know, this this veil of unsureness or almost like kind of too much information coming at us. Uh, absolutely. Way too much. It's confusing. I'm glad that Margie called in. But, um, you know, you're talk, you were talking about how everybody creates this false self, this adaptive self, so yeah. we can survive the stuff that happens to us in childhood in this or another life. You know, and we make up our minds okay, I'm going to learn this and this and this for soul growth in this earth life. We write that into our life chart. We come in, and instead of it being us who's going through the motions and walking this journey, it's the adaptive self. It's the false self we create to survive. Exactly. So there's this weird space in between <laughs> the real self who has this agenda of growth and the other self was just trying to survive and, and get through. Yeah. I think it makes Earth life really difficult and bizarre. It does for a lot of people if they don't become aware that they're operating from their adaptive selves. The What I can say to help a lot of people is if you created it, you can uncreate it. It's work. Because people always say to me, well, it's easier said than done. Of yeah. course. Yeah. I'm not saying it out, out of the top of my head or, or making it lightly. Of course, it's it's difficult. We all face challenges and we have read books, whatever it is you have to do to make yourself aware. Because people are so busy surviving, they're not living. They really are not living. They're surviving. So, and that's the challenge is to Get back to that natural self and finding ways to do it. And the thing is, we all have the capabilities of doing it. I'm not talking about people that are might be living with mental illness, and I'm not talking about people that may be mentally challenged because their world is very different than our world. I'm talking about your average person going through life and how what life throws at us in terms of how we react or respond to it. 
if we're in if we're in the adaptive self, there's a lot more reaction. If we're in the in the natural self, there's a lot more responding. And that has to do with the emotional intelligence that we learn on the way. Boundaries. Anyone that's listening out there, anyone that's raising babies and small children and teenagers, boundaries are so important. They keep them safe. Even if they fight them, it keeps them safe. It helps to grow healthy, emotionally, mentally adults. Boundaries keeps us safe and secure. And it allows the child to be the natural child when you have boundaries in place. Now, you're talking about Exerting boundaries, not letting the child watch just any movie or absolutely go out at one a.m. sneak out at one a.m. or whatever. All right, yeah. Oh yeah, they're the they're the kind of boundaries of the child doesn't like. There's a, my boundaries are very simple, really. If the child doesn't like what they're eating, they decide they're going to throw it on the ground in a tantrum. I don't have a problem with that, but you're going to clean it up. <laughs> That's a boundary. Because you created the mess, and it's all age appropriate, okay? Yes, you're gonna you're gonna clean it up. <laughs> I remember one time, if I can tell this little story, it involves my ex husband, God bless him. And the kids were younger, and I was getting dinner in the kitchen, and the kids were up, uh, the kids were upstairs playing, and he was in the living room, and the next thing there was this huge big crash. No reason. We've got broken glass all over the place. So I went into the living room to know what was going on. He didn't answer me. But there's there was the coffee table went flying and whatever was on the coffee table broke glass all over the floor. So I didn't say I was to know what was going on, got no answer. So <laughs> then I just went to the end of the stairs and I said to the kids, We're having dinner soon, make sure your sneakers are on when you come downstairs. And they go, why? There's glass all over the place. You need to put your sneakers on. Well, who put glass all over the place? I said, it's broken. And when you come downstairs, you can ask your father. Believe it or not, that's a boundary. Wow. Yeah, that's a boundary. I wasn't going to clean it up. I wasn't going to make any excuses, but I'm going to tell you to wear your sneakers because you're going to walk on glass. So was was it your husband, your ex husband, who dropped something or not? He table? didn't drop it. He had a damn fit and kicked it and sent the, the the coffee table flying all over the living room. Oh my word! All right. I don't know why. Didn't tell me why. I I was cooking dinner. But that so, was on him. That wasn't on me. Yeah, right. And you didn't react. No. And I was telling no. you this five or six years ago, come out of reaction, respond instead of reacting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And responding is recognizing whose problem it is, not personalizing and not excusing. Excusing enables. Yes. Well, guess who has to clean up the glass? <laughs> he did. Yeah. 
because I wasn't going to clean it up. And I didn't care if I sat in the living room or not. It didn't matter. I had lots of other places in the house to sit. So it wasn't a matter of life or death. It's like, <laughs> but that's that's the way I've always been. And with the kids, the same thing. If they broke something, dropped something, I never made a big deal about it. It's like, okay, we've got lots of paper towel now, clean it up. So if they're having a tantrum, it's okay to have the tantrum. It's what they do when they're having the tantrum that you put the boundaries on. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, boundaries are just, they're important. Mental, emotionally, physically, and spiritual boundaries, they're important. Because you don't allow people to to abuse those boundaries. And people do it all the time out of their own anger. Because if they're angry, hidden anger comes out in passive-aggressive ways. I would say now, looking back years ago, that was a passive-aggressive action. Throw someone across the living room, breaking up all the glass. That's a passive-aggressive behavior. Because whatever was going on internally, he couldn't put it into words. He never did. So, you know, I have I still don't know. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter to me what it was about because obviously it didn't matter to me what it was about then because there was nothing I could do about it. And even if you did know what it was about and you confronted the person, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to deny it. That's what they're going to do. Because that's not the natural self. That's the adaptive self acting out. Well, is it partly the authentic self coming to the surface and saying, hey, you've been ignoring me and the clash? No, 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 no. The, the natural self would just come out and tell you what's wrong. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah they're balanced. They're not trying to um, repress feeling so to the point where it suddenly explodes. Right. All self will do that. That's- yeah. Yes, that's that's the false silver. I like to, you know, that's the adaptive self because they were never allowed to express whatever they need to express as a child. That's how children learn. Ooh, if we uh, tell them, huh? Well, I was going to say, I think when the authentic self starts coming forward, it can cause depression. Uh, that was the case for me in my teens and 20s because I was trained to be a completely different person than I am now. Of um, course. And was becoming, and my family was reacting against that as if I were not exactly like I were criminal, but close. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing about it is that when you get situations of depression like that, it's usually anger turned inwards. Yes, yes. And if and if you're not allowed to express the anger, and there's no validation for it, then oftentimes you get that person will become depressed. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So it's boundaries are definitely important, and and for people to learn them, we're never too late to have our boundaries. We're never too late to learn how to take care of ourselves. We're never too late to learn to love ourselves enough not to let someone to do that to us. It's about respect. It's about. I learned them at a very early age. I remember being very little and all of us in the house. There's certain things we could not do. 
We couldn't touch each other's stuff without permission. We couldn't beat each other up. That wasn't allowed. There's certain things that were just not allowed. And we, at that time, I didn't know there were boundaries, but it didn't take me long to learn there were boundaries when you go into, well, especially when I went into the orphanage. Then you, then I'm glad I had boundaries. Because you have a lot of other people trying to get into your stuff. But we learned them at a very, uh, we learned them at a very young age about boundaries. Oh, so, good. That's yeah, good. I mean, yeah. oh, I'm grateful. Absolutely. Of course, <laughs> I don't have to worry about that now because I'd be like a bull in a china shop if somebody decides to cross over my boundaries. No, you've, you've got clear boundaries, no question. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And some people have a problem with that because some people will criticize me for that. I don't care. Go ahead. Criticize me. Just don't cross my boundary. <laughs> well, you know, when Padme was talking about not wanting to hurt the other person. I understand that. But I don't think, I think that's on the surface. Under that is the little child saying, I'm not allowed to have choices. Yes. Uh, I'm afraid to inconvenience this exactly. person. Or not give them what they want. Because the, the punishment you got as a child for not immediately giving to the abusive and or narcissistic parent. Well, the child, all the child is looking for is love. Yes. And the adaptive child is going to do everything and anything so they're not rejected and so that they're not abandoned. Okay. So you're going to, you're going to become adaptive, adaptive. So whatever love is going to come your way, you're going to take it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's otherwise we're not going to survive. That's how we survive. Yes. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we survive. And we don't know the rights or the wrongs or the ins or the outs or how. Adults manipulate children or, you know, all of that. Yeah. We just hope for the, I don't know what we hope for. Um, we had a lot of freedom as a child. We can go out and play and have a lot of freedom and we weren't allowed to be mean to each other. Mm-hmm. And actually we weren't. <laughs> I don't know. I guess the less we had, the less we had to fight over. <laughs> well, it can work that way, yes. 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 And you, your children are using their imagination, you know, more than the latest, latest expensive toy. Oh, we uh, definitely, well, we had, we definitely didn't have any toys, but we had a lot of imagination, yes. We did a lot of rock building, made a lot of, made an awful lot of things out of stuff outside, flowers and rocks and you name it, whatever it was, uh, flower gardens, rock gardens. You know, we did an awful lot of that stuff. I wish children would do more of that. I know, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of fun in it. If you give, like, you know, there's just, we used to make jewelry out of daisies that grew wild in the field. Yeah. And and for me, um, when I'm working with people, or even like now, I'm talking about the adaptive child and the natural child, because I know what the natural child does, and I've worked an awful lot with the adaptive child, so it's 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 I can talk about it authentically because I'm not talking about it out of a book. I'm talking about it out of experience. 
And when we went into the orphanage, there was a certain amount of adaptability, but it wasn't enough because I was old enough. It wasn't enough to adapt adaptability to where it killed the natural child in me. So I'm grateful that I was able to hold on to the natural part of me because that's what that's what has made me who I am today in that sense. So Yeah, that's that's quite a blessing. Absolutely. So it's and of course part of that has to do with some of the gifts I have too that I could see clearer than the average person probably. That was probably a help. Yes. Oh big time that was a help, yes, definitely. That was definitely a big help. But well, it's, hope, you know, go uh, ahead. I want to say I hope that Padme does have a session with you, Omina. And um, if anybody's interested in having a session with Omina, it's really enlightening. And you just go to omina777.com. Are you accepting um, booking? Yes, right? yes. I can do it in person or, I mean, you have to be living near me to do it in person. But I can definitely, I do a lot of Zoom sessions. Definitely. And thank you, Caroline, for saying that, because I forget to say that. I am my own worst person for promoting myself. Seriously. Well, Omina777.com. That's pretty easy to remember. And it's O-M as in mother, E-N as in Nancy, A777.com. Yes. And then services, I think. Is that right? Because I all, Yes, all the services there, all the uh, connect, all the... Um, the phone number is there. All of that's there to uh, read all about me. You can read all about yourself privately. You can read whatever you want to read. And you can get the number there to set up an appointment and leave a message there for Richard because he handles all my appointments. And he will call you back and talk to you how to prepare for the session and definitely be prepared to tape it because that's very, very important about taping it so that you can listen to it in your own leisure time because you're not going to remember everything that's going to be said to you because your denial switch will be on or your selective hearing will be on. Yes. But guaranteed that if you follow and listen to what you have to do, it definitely will help because you have to make a list of questions you want answers to. Um that's my style. It always has been. And that's just the way I do it. So I'm not going to be sitting there telling you all the things you want to hear. I'm going to tell you all the things you need to hear. And I'll ask your permission. If anything else comes in that you, that's not in your question, I'll ask your permission. Can I tell it to you? So I have boundaries all even around my readings. <laughs> And, of course, you can ask anything about your soul. So it's definitely, if you want to grow more, it's definitely worth talking to me. That much I do know. Ditto. It's enlightening. And I agree. You know, be open to hearing the truth. And really, aren't we better off knowing the truth? I'm going to say yes. I grew up in a house full of lies. That's no way to live. Uh Uh-uh. No, it's not. No, you're better off. You're better off hearing the truth, even at first, if you think that that could have never been you or that could have never happened to you or you could never made those decisions or you could never done this, never done that. That's the adaptive self-talking. 
Yes. The old saying, the truth sets you free. That's really true. Once you accept it, it does. Right. Yep. Amen to that. Yeah. So it's it's a journey that we're all on. Yeah. It's what it is. It's a journey. We help each other grow. And we grow better with love and compassion and understanding. So, did you want to say something, Tara? Oh, I just wanted to uh, say that our website, uh, give the name of our website so that people could come and uh, donate. <laughs> Go right ahead. Give your website out. Okay. It's Rainbow roundtable.net and you scroll down <clears throat> to where it says donate and then uh, there's a little place where you can uh, answer that it's for family and friends then they don't take anything out of it for their service and that's a really important point and, okay uh, I would really be happy uh, that we could uh just know that this work we i mean we we are we're all here as uh servants you might say in the sense of serving the people to, for them to be able to come to a higher state of awareness like that's who you are you just said it right i do what i do and that's that Right. right. Yes. And people can donate anonymously, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I think that's important because some people, that's what they want to do. Oh, thank you for bringing it up then. Thank yeah. You. All right. And then one more thing I wanted to say is that tomorrow and Saturday, we have a show on tomorrow and on Saturday. Tomorrow, it's um, called Hard News. Um, and on uh, on Saturday, it's called uh, The True History of the Sara Law and Our Galactic Brothers and Sisters from the Stars. I don't have exactly, but it's that those are the two points. And there's just so much uh, to be gained from coming to that program because um, there are very advanced souls that are teaching on the internet now and we connect people with that kind of information and it's a very fulfilling experience right now because change is coming and we get to be part of it this way you become the more we pursue knowledge of the truth the more we come to know and understand and so thank you for that and I pass the talking stick back to you. Mama, do you want to say anything else? Keep placing the violet fire. <laughs> I'm with you, Rama. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So yeah. we are coming to a close to our show. And for everyone that's listen out, listening to us, I send out lots of love and light and the violet fire. Keep it in your mind. Keep it in your heart. Send it out to the world because it will help to heal the world. And the world needs healing. It does. So, 
On that note, is everybody else all said? Anybody else got anything more to say? Thank, thank you very you much, all. Omina. And You're thank welcome. you. Good night. Yeah. Good night to all our listeners. Yeah. Okay, then we'll have Dawn bring us the music. And good night, everybody, and have a good week. Until we meet again, everybody, we'll see you. Yes. In your dreams and on the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we meet on higher levels all the time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I know we do. We love everyone. We do. <laughs> all right, then.